Hey, I'm Miriam, originally from Rhode Island, living in Los Angeles now, and you're listening to Counter Programming with Shira and Ariel. Hi, Ariel. Hi, Shira. Hi, Counties. And welcome to Counter Programming, the show where we bring you all sorts of knowledge you didn't know you needed about things that have the word counter in their titles, like countertops, which we're talking about right now, and what does the future hold for us, Ariel? We've got Count Dracula, Counter Productivity, Counterfeiting Coins, that's a new one, and so much more. Shira, did you did you like that one, Counterfeiting Coins? Yeah, I love that. I can't wait. Counter Programming with Shira and Ariel is meant to bring you an alternative entertainment source so that you're not stuck listening to podcasts and watching news that makes you terribly anxious about the coronavirus situation. As long as we're in our homes and in isolation, we will bring you Counter Programming. Let's do a quick check-in. We have a lot to discuss today, and countertops are of the utmost important. But how are things in L.A., Ariel? Things are good here today. We've had rain for the past four days nonstop, so that's been a little depressing. But I have been keeping busy. It is We're recording this during Passover, and I have never done Passover as bad as this year. I think that's allowed this year. I, I think we get a pass. Yesterday for lunch, I had instant ramen and then frozen gnocchi. It was terrible. Well, gnocchi's potato-based. Is that true? I definitely thought it was pasta. I mean, I think I don't think it's solely potato, but it is potato-based. Okay, well, then I'll say that that was good for Passover. How are you, though? How are things in New York? Well, today it rained in New York, and so it was that was a bummer. I thankfully we will not have four days of rain. It's supposed it actually already started getting a little sunnier right as the day ended, but it made it made it hard to do Monday, except for like what even is Monday versus the other days. (laughs) Yeah, what is doing Monday anymore? Yeah, but it did make it. Like it was way too rainy to go for a walk this morning. And we also, I didn't leave my house yesterday. Mm. So it made today a little rough. But yesterday I celebrated Easter with my roommate. It was the first time I've ever celebrated Easter. That's so nice. I saw you did an egg hunt. Yeah. (laughs) Our apartment's not that big, but it took, it was like a solid 10 minute activity. Wow. Good. That's 10 minutes that you didn't have to do something else. (laughs) Exactly. That's great. Well, great check-in. And before we continue, I want to shout out one of the best sort of coronavirus, sort of not coronavirus related podcasts, because I think our listeners would really enjoy it. The podcast is called Just Nah Science, and it's hosted by Nick and Lauren, who are engaged to each other. (laughs) How fun. (laughs) I love that. Lauren's a science teacher in New York, and Nick is a scientist. They're a science podcast that comedically debunks fake science on social media. They post new episodes every week, And you can find them on every podcast platform. I have connected with Nick and Lauren over CastBox's live cast feature. And I really love what they do when they break down science-related topics in a way that makes sense to me. And I'm not a scientist. Did you know that, Shira? I'm not a scientist. I I did know that. I've never listened to their podcast, though. And I'm so excited to start listening and learning more from them. Yeah. So everybody go ahead and check that out. That's Just Nah Science. Back to it. Before we jump in today... We just want to say thank you to everyone who has been listening and giving us such great feedback so far. We love you, Counties. We love you. (laughs) We'll (laughs) We'll read some of your Apple reviews later in the show. 
For the past few episodes, we've been focusing on countertops. We've covered marble, boo, steel, yay, Yay. granite, really yay. Yay. (laughs) And today, drum roll please, we are onto wood. Woo! Wood! It's our last countertop episode, womp womp. But we're excited to move on to some other counter-related topics after this one. I feel like I keep forgetting that we could put sound effects in and that I don't have to make these noises myself. I think it's just in case Daniel forgets to. Yeah, then he'll know to do it. So thank you, Daniel, for everything that you do. At your service. Let's do a quick recap for those just joining us. For the past few weeks, we've been chatting countertops of all looks, feels, and price ranges. Which has been your favorite so far, Ariel? I initially thought that marble would be my favorite. Turns out I hate marble. Then I thought steel would be my favorite. I like steel, but I don't love steel. Granite, though it seems to be everywhere, is definitely my favorite. I definitely fall in line with 64% of America on that one. I couldn't agree more. I don't think I knew the difference between marble and granite. And now I realize that I do like granite more and it's much more practical. My mom actually was laughing. She called me the the other day and she was like, there is no way Ariel's countertop is marble. (laughs) (laughs) I had no idea. She was like, there's just no way. I don't know if you have to um, go on your investigation any further. My mom has solved the case for us. I feel like I need to put a statement out. That's so ridiculous. We're just trying to keep the um, mystery alive for for the counties. Yeah, so definitely my least favorite counter is marble. Fuck marble. You were asking the other day why we have an explicit label on our podcast. <laughs> it's because marble f***ing sucks. <laughs> That's why. Sometimes you just have to curse about the counters. Ooh. So today, would, would you like to start us off with the dictionary definition, Shira? Yes, I would, Ariel. The hard, fibrous material that forms the main substance of the trunk or branches of a tree or shrub used for fuel or timber. So that's the technical definition of the word wood. And then, of course, we have the definition for our purposes for a countertop. Go ahead. Wood can be shaped, sanded, and made into a flat surface for use in kitchens as tables, counters, or cabinets. So, Shira, what are we looking at in terms of price for a wood countertop? Generally, you can expect your wooden countertop to be between 40 to 60 per square foot, um, which is around the same as granite was that we talked about last week. Um, Most countertops are made with exotic woods and custom sizes and details can run up to 200 per square foot. Many people, if they choose wood as their countertop of choice, they usually choose walnut, which sounds delicious, Walnut is a versatile hardwood and commonly thought of as one of the best woods to use for kitchen countertops. Walnut's range of colors are from golden to nearly black, and they make it ideal for modern kitchens. If you want a custom butcher block countertop or island top in your modern kitchen, walnut is an excellent choice. Okay, Ariel, it's time for our favorite game, better known as the famous structures made of this material game. Yes, of course, everybody knows it as that. Everyone knows it as that. Are you ready? I am ready. Wait, how does it work? I'm going to read a list of structures, monuments, and buildings that may or may not be made from wood. And you'll tell me if they are or not. Winner gets nothing at all. Lovely. I love nothing. Okay, number one. 
Noah's Ark. Sure. Um, <laughs> yes, I do think that if Noah's Ark existed, it would be made of wood. I, th- I think you got that perfectly right. As right as it can be. Exactly. <laughs> Number two, the Olympic Village in Beijing. Ooh, also known as the bird's nest. I visited there also with my parents in 2012. I'm going to say no because I know what it looks like and it kind of, it looks like a bird's nest and the bird's nest in this case is made out of steel of some sort, some sort of very strong material. I believe it is steel. And not wood. Okay. Not wood. Number three, the Superior Dome in Northern Michigan. Is that dome better than the Superdome? Superior to the Superdome? I think it's different. I'm going to say no. I feel like uh, if it's a football stadium, it should be made of steel. So it is. And I was doing a little more research on that, but I I seem to have lost that page of research. I think when it was made in the early 90s, it was first, let me see, the world's largest wooden dome um, when it was built in 1991. And it is a domed football stadium. Made of wood. Made of wood. Pretty crazy. So I'm one for three right now. One for three. It can hold 8,000 people, too. Why? That's pretty small, actually. I know, but for wood, I feel like that's a lot. Like, that's cool. Yeah, I guess. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Well, I don't know. The the University of Michigan football stadium holds like 100,000 people, right? That's actually more than 100,000. We don't need to to go into details. (laughs) The Louvre. The Louvre is not made out of wood. That is correct. Very good. Very good, Ariel. Number five, Tamedia Office Building in Zurich. No, it's an office building, so I'm going to say that it is not made out of wood. I'm just not very familiar with buildings that can be so large that could be made out of wood. I know. I also only was thinking of, like, wooden roller coasters, but this one actually was made out of... This seven-story office building is made out of wood. Wow. Interesting. Shira, you've been to Zurich, right? No. Oh, never mind. (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to ask if you've been to Tamedia office building. You never know. You never know. Big Ben. No. Big Ben is, I think, made out of brick and other things like that. Brick and some limestone. Ooh, limestone. Okay, this is your last one. (laughs) The community church in Narkvik, Norway, which can hold 500 people. I'm going to say I have learned throughout this game that wood is more structurally sound than I gave it credit for. So I am going to say if it's on this list, yes, the community church in Narkvik is made of wood. Correct. Yes. You did a great job on that one. What do I win? Nothing. Okay. I expected that. Okay. Good game. Good game. Good game. How and when, Shira, did wood make it to the kitchen? Well, as you probably remember, Ariel, from our first episode, the first countertops were made of wood and stone. And even as people moved away from the open fireplace and stone hearth, they still used wood and stone for their kitchen countertops since the material was so accessible. But things began to change in the 1800s and we started seeing some of our fancy materials such as marble, finer woods, and the occasional metal. These were often found in the more like upscale areas. And then you would see wood in the kitchen part that was actually being used for cooking. Oh, I do remember talking about that. Yeah. By the fireplaces. Exactly. And our wood countertops have had a long presence in pantries and kitchens because they're great as worktops 
or even as tables. And in the 1900s, the main woods that were used were pine, maple, and oak. And now, of course, walnut. How delicious. Mm. That's the good thing about a, a wooden countertop is if you get hungry. <laughs> you can just eat it. <laughs> you just take a bite. Um, and that info comes to us from woodcountertop.glumber.com. <laughs> we love glumber.com. Does that stand for good lumber? Here's something interesting about wood countertops. They are not assembled from a big board or pieces of wood. Instead, they're assembled in parts. It's usually strips that are stacked together one after another and glued together. In my research, I learned that there are two ways that the wood can be assembled together and that that has different names and that it creates different patterns. So the first is edge grain, which is when the strips of wood are placed lengthwise and edge to edge, which forms like a longer, smoother surface. And then end grain, which they're placed in shorter blocks of wood arranged facing up So you can see the actual rings and then that makes the counter thicker and gives it that like checker pattern. Huh. And I just thought that was fascinating. So thank you to Home Advisor for teaching me about that. Thank you, Home Advisor. Want to tell us about the benefits, Ariel? I would love to. First, a quick check-in. How are you feeling about wood so far? I am having trouble envisioning a wood countertop. Like I don't think I've ever seen that before. (laughs) Is that possible? If you look at pictures of kitchens from... The 1950s, I feel like there's a lot of wooden countertops, like on TV shows. Like, I'm trying to think if I've been to a house that has a wooden countertop. Yeah, I can't, I can't picture it either. Counties, reach out to us if you grew up with or currently live with a wooden countertop. And asking you guys for pictures. Yeah, we need this. We need to see it. We need Uh, it to go on. Like, I can imagine, like, a big butcher block, like, cutting board kind of thing, or even, like, an island yes. with wood, but I'm having trouble envisioning that being, like, a practical spot or a practical, like, material for a counter. Yeah, me too. Let's go to the benefits. So, number one is that it's hygienic. Wood counters are naturally sanitary because wood naturally kills bacteria. That's super cool. I love yeah, that. that. They are easy to maintain, which is pretty dissimilar from other materials. If wood countertops are ever damaged, you can just sand away the marks. That's pretty nice. And for the aesthetically minded, they have a rustic look to them. So if you want your kitchen to look a certain way, if you want it to look like maybe you're in a log cabin type feel, the wooden countertop might be the way for you to go. Shira, why don't you tell us about the disadvantages? Well, wood countertops are prone to water damage, which to me makes them just not a good material for a kitchen where there's a lot of water and liquid. Yes. Then I also read that if they lose too much moisture, they dry out. Hmm. And that, that is, I like, you have to look for this happy medium. It's too much. That Um, might be too much for me. There are sealants obviously that you would apply to avoid water damage, but it sounded like even with those, you have to be really careful. And one of the websites I, I was looking at was saying, wipe up any spills before the wood gets a chance to absorb them. That's like too much stress when I'm cooking. You simply um, just do not have the time. Oh, yes. I really don't. <laughs> and I feel like uh, I've actually seen this happen before, that wood floors, when they'll get wet, the panels will start to warp and kind of raise up. And so I feel like that would happen also with a counter that doesn't seem at like granite lasts forever. Yeah. That's why we love granite. I'm still very excited by granite. 
I have seen wood tables or cabinets or even nightstands that ha- that get water damage and there's circles that turn different colors. And I imagine that that could be a similar situation for a countertop. So for right now, I am not feeling very excited about it. Well, and I also saw that to clean it, it like it said... The website said that it's easy to maintain, like you can buff out damage and stuff. But then it was also saying that a lot of like disinfectant and cleaning products would damage wood. So you have to use like a combination of like vinegar and lemon. And again, it's too much. You don't have time for that. Granite, you can just wipe down. For some reason, marble sounds like an asshole to me. Like, it sounds like a pompous, self-ego-inflated, self-aggrandizing piece of kitchen counter, whereas wood, I don't like it, but I'm not angry at it. You know what I mean? I, I agree with that. That's honestly how I feel about steel, too. Like, wood and steel are just kind of, like, I'm not gonna judge you if you have those in your, in your kitchen. Fine. Your choice. Not for me, but, like, good for you. Mm. Granite, I am so on your team. I'm going to rub my hands all over your counter. I'm going to sit on it. (laughs) (laughs) I know it's going to get clean, and I know it's not going to be too much out of your schedule to clean it. Whereas if you have have marble and you get an issue with your marble, you are in trouble. And same with wood. Like, what, if I spill something, I feel like – you know when you're a little kid and somebody else's mom yells at you? Oh, that's there's nothing in the world that is more terrifying. I still have nightmares about this mom who came on my bus in first grade to yell at me because I oh told the God. principal on her son. <laughs> well, yeah, just I feel like if you were to spill something on a wooden countertop nowadays, somebody else's mom would come out of 2002 and yell at you. God, terrifying. Oh, I shudder you know at the idea. You know what's actually the worst? When you watch someone someone's mom yell at them and you're just like there oh wow I'm cringing thinking about that yeah but this all goes back to countertops Countertops. really (laughs) truly Uh, so yeah so in in conclusion because this is the last of our countertops episodes let's rank the countertops and I I think we pretty much we're on the same page and I love how aligned we are let's do from worst to best yeah for sure worst marble boo boo I think I'm going to put wood as... I am too. So second worst is wood. Then steel. Yes, obviously. Because steel, like, really useful for industrial size kitchens, which we're obviously not operating, but I love that for them. Or, you know what, I would have a section of my kitchen with steel, but not necessarily all of it. I, I think I would even have an island with wood, but not the main cooking island. No, no. The storage island. And in first place is the beautiful, the material of the people. <laughs> Forgot granite. that you were calling it that. Yes, it is, it's the countertop of the people, and it is the beautiful granite. Don't take it for granite. So should we move to New Hampshire, the granite state? I think we should after this, or at least we should visit. I've never been. I'd love to spend more time in the granite state, especially after having made this discovery. Yeah. We love granite countertops. And we'll go to the quarries. We'll go to the quarries to drink like in high school. Yeah, just like in high school. So in the end, I just want to say how grateful I am to have experienced this countertop exploration with you. This is the beginning, obviously, of our podcast called Counter Programming, and we'll be covering tons of different counters. But I think that our foray into counters with kitchen countertops was a success. What about you? I would completely agree. I'm going to miss talking about them and learning about them. But- I believe it's time for us to move on. And we have one more section. We have a new section to add today. 
We do. We That got really sad at the end over there. We do have a new section. Um, we're going to move on now to the section of the show where we share our lovely counties with the world. Shira, would you please read one of the amazing reviews that we've received on Apple Podcasts? I would love to. We asked and we received. Thank you guys for submitting your reviews. We've loved reading them. Here is one of our favorites from username jtrotter2. Finally, a show that people really need. Counterprogramming is bad news free. Do yourself a favor and check out this podcast. It would be counterproductive for you to pass this one up. Keep it up, Sharon Ariel. We're counting on you. Oh, man. J Trotter 2, you are a true county with all of those puns. We love it. We love it. More like that. Let's read one more. This one from username Just Fabulous Love. Good name. Super excited to have a fun and carefree podcast to get me through these difficult times. Shira and Ariel are energetic, entertaining, and easy to listen to. I'm excited to learn more random facts about counters of all types. Woo! Thank I you. Love guys. that. Oh, that was a good one. Thank you so much. We're going to continue to read these amazing reviews as they come in. And if you haven't left us a review yet, you can do that on Apple, CastBox, or wherever you're listening. Thank you, thank you, thank you so much for tuning into the show. And thank you for tuning into our Countertop series on counterprogramming with Shira and Ariel. We covered marble, steel, granite, and wood. Which is your favorite counties? Do you know more about your kitchen now? We'd love to hear about your counterprogramming countertop stories. You can email us and we'll read it on the show next week. While you're at it, send us some fan mail. Oh, and follow us on Instagram. We post really fun things such as polls, asking about your favorite countertops. We post old photos of us that are embarrassing but cute and other fun stuff. We're at Counter Programming Pod. That's Counter Programming Pod. We will be back next week for our first non-countertop episode. We're excited to discuss. What should we discuss, Shira? I don't know anything about Count Dracula, but it sounds kind of cool. Let's do Count Dracula. Let's do Count I have Dracula. No idea. Yeah. So, okay. We're excited to discuss next week, Count Dracula. And then I think there should be like thunder breaking, right? And maybe like a bat flapping. I think so. But again, I I actually have no idea. (laughs) I might be thinking, I might be thinking of Frankenstein, but it's okay. We'll figure it out. So we'll be back next week for our first non-countertop episode. We're excited to discuss Count Dracula. Wee! I feel like that was not the right voice intonation for Count Dracula, but I know nothing about him, so. Count Dracula! (laughs) Thank you to Kaya Slichta, who designed our logo. We freaking love it. You can find more of Kaya's amazing designs at Kaya Slichta on Instagram. That's C-A-I-O-S-L-I-K-T-A. And before we move on to the rest of our thank yous, Shira, I know how much you love the logo. Do you want to say anything about it? It came out beautifully i'm so happy about it my brother gave feedback that my hair should have looked bigger i think he was being mean to me not oh nice (laughs) we love that (laughs) we also want to thank daniel turek who mixes masters and adds fun music and sound effects to our show how fun are all these noises? I think we should put one in right here. Like, noise, 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 noise. Our theme song is called Tennessee Hayride, and it's by Jason Shaw. And it really just gets me going. Oh, my God. It's my favorite song. <laughs> I get so excited when I hear it. We'll catch you next week. In the meantime, wash your hands, stay away from other people, count on us to bring you hilariously weird coronavirus counter programming. From our counters to yours, bye. Bye, Arielle. Bye, Shira. Bye, 
High counties. I feel like we said that at the right time, but just in case, will you say it? Bye counties. <laughs>